dude. Dude. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Previously on the Dry Ass Pussy Podcast. <laughs> um, so we were talking about Goldeneye. So the character was Xenia on the top, so I was close. Played by Famke Jansen. And you were saying you were puzzled. Like, what, is she getting off? She was, in fact, getting off. She was. Her character was having an orgasm while killing people with her thighs. And I looked this up on Wikipedia. So how was she killing them, though? Just like uh, depriving them of oxygen. Via her thighs? Yeah. Holy shit. And according to Wikipedia. It's like the boys. Yeah. She, Xenia has trademarked this maneuver. So if you plan to use it in your personal life, don't be surprised when you receive a cease and desist from MGM. Holy shit. <clears throat> That's super cool. Very hey cool. Hey guys, how are you sleeping? I mean, we're sleeping fine. I can't tell if we've started or not, so I'm just going <laughs> to kick it off. Well, I mean, she read the show notes. Hi. Remember we were oh, going to yeah. do that? Oh, yeah. Duh. <laughs> Yeet. Also, uh, two podcasts ago, you were going to tell a story about the comedy store. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um. So... And I, Alex, I think I've told you this story before, but I, I definitely haven't said it on 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 the PIDcast. Um, so Kim and I went out strictly to record uh, two episodes with William Montgomery and uh, Joe Jimenez of the Kill Tony podcast, which went awesome. The last night we were there, though, uh, Kim was kind of done with going to shows, so I went out on my own. And then after the shows, I want to go get some tacos because your boy loves tacos. So I go get tacos. It's like midnight. And I see this large lady outside of the taco joint. Uh, and okay. She just had a weird vibe about her. And I was like, oh, fuck. Don't make eye contact. And she just disappeared. Get my tacos. I'm walking back to the hotel. And our hotel was right across the street from the comedy store. So I'm walking. And I see people with their phones out and lights and things but i i can't see anything it's just them huddled like by this car and <clears throat> the second that i am like parallel with this car that they're all at boom that lady that i saw outside the taco joint pops up no clothes on and starts walking at the exact same speed as me so i'm on the other side of the street like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, what's happening? She's walking massive sloppy titters all over the place. And uh, <laughs> as soon as uh, I get to the hotel, there's a valet outside. And I'm like, does this happen often? And by the time that I had asked, does this happen often, and pointed, when we both looked back over the street, she was pissing on a fire hydrant. And the valet goes, no, that's new. So there's... The what? <laughs> this is the craziest so, thing ever. Okay, 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 okay. So let's, we got to deconstruct this a little bit. <laughs> first, first of all, I mean, we started real hot with that story. So how are you guys sleeping? 
Uh, I woke up in an immense amount of pain today. Why? Well, partial to my weight gain. It's not good for your back to gain weight. Yeah, so. you're you're looking, dude. No offense. I mean, I know we're we're on a weight loss journey right now. We're jumping into it, so take take this with love. But from this camera angle, you are looking girthy around the middle, bud. I love you. Hey, love you. Totally support you. You're my best friend. I'll say things because they're true, not because I'm trying to pander to you. Hey, hey like when you when you laugh and you squeeze your gut, you can actually there's less <laughs> tension on your t-shirt. <laughs> Dude, it's gotta be the angle you're sitting, because you're not you're not legit fat. You're just legally obese, baby. By the time this episode comes legally, out, legally, legally, like, <laughs> <laughs> like your legal identity is attached to your obesity. Exactly. So, like uh, when, like when you commit a crime, the cops call it in. They're uh, calling out cars, calling out cars. We have a legally obese man on the loose. <laughs> no, I park anyway. on the sidewalk in front of Walmart, and as I get out, and people are like, "Hey, what the fuck? You can't park there." I go, "I'm legally obese." Okay. <laughs> and then they go, okay, so he needs the steps. All right. <laughs> um, but hey, all love. But I uh, went to bed last night with Pop Tarts and Life cereal and I ate it all and then I wasn't finished. So I went and grabbed some fucking Cheetos. Dude, that's, I mean, <laughs> good for you for sure. Proud of you. But also, um, I thought we worked on this, you know? And by <laughs> we, I mean like you specifically. I thought that was like a, Here's the thought I have. Yeah. So we 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 talked about doing so every October is sober October for me. Or every month is sober October. I was going to say every yeah. But so since we can't do that or I mean you guys could if you want to. But um I thought well we could do a weight loss challenge cuz October there's usually in the podcast world a lot of shit going on at once. So knowing that I was like, well I can't slow down. I got to bump, bump it up. So, okay, there we go. Oh, you, the con- connection is unstable according to Zoom. Ooh. So anyways. Okay, here we go. Now this is working. Start over at where you were talking about uh, how you're sober. Holy shit, it, it cut off at that part? Um, so, yeah, so... I, because I knew we were going to do this weight loss thing, I was yeah. like, I'm going to fucking eat like an asshole so that when when we start, you know, I'm at like peak. So I got a lot of a lot of weight to lose. You know, you're you're putting your body through a lot right now just to get like a free ball trimmer. That's <laughs> that's so for those uh, of the listeners who witnessed last week when I made a very uh emotional ploy to uh <laughs> manscaped to get myself a lawnmower 3.0 um it was actually mara's idea for us to put a lawnmower 3.0 on the line for our weight loss challenge that we're going to do in october um so you know i really for me it's a financial play now now <laughs> it's i don't want to lose because i don't want to split the cost of a lawnmower 3.0 because it's not a cheap piece of machinery wait how know? much are they i mean they're, yeah they're like, they're like 70, 70 bucks uh, yeah oh, shit. Be like, yeah it's like 35 bucks a piece make no mistake i'm gonna kick your asses i'm definitely going on the machinist <laughs> diet 
Okay, so Chris uh, has been. <laughs> I guess we're putting a pin in the lawnmower there. Uh, Chris has has heeded my uh, recommendation and is uh, gobbling up the history hyenas podcast. But hey, bud, leave their phrases to them, <laughs> or I'm going to come see in a different way. Okay? I have severe imposter syndrome. You do. It's a, but it's it's a it's a great show. Mara, how are you sleeping? How's the ground? The ground is wonderful, but today I slept so long that I woke up with a caffeine deprivation headache. Ooh. Ah, those are tough. Those are tough. You know what you got to do in those situations? Just do a little cocaine. Yeah, just do a line like off the floor (laughs) outside my tent. (laughs) The best part of waking up is blowing your butt. Oh, (laughs) I should keister it. Yeah, you boof it. Oh, good strides. That way we... Yeah. (laughs) Get get yourself some get yourself some single ply toilet paper, wrap it up in there like a little, like a little heroin balloon, and then dunk it in water. I was put your a, butt in the air. I was imagining a like a line on the ground, and you're you're snorting it with your asshole, right? And then somebody <laughs> like, walks like, in. Like, oh. <laughs> somebody walks in, you get scared, and then. Poof, it all <laughs> I'm just yeah, like dragging a, like my a, ass like a dog. Yeah, like when a dog gets his butt haircut. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just literally a human ampersand. <laughs> Good you ever notice that's what, an amp- that's what an ampersand looks like. Yeah. It just looks like a guy dragging his ass on the floor. It does. Uh, so since you didn't ask him to tell you anyway, I've been Please. sleeping uh real uh shitty lately oh hey by the way uh, alex is on zoom because uh he got the aids i yeah so i'm hiv positive let's be clear i do <laughs> not have aids uh more importantly though i've contracted a litany of sexually transmitted diseases and and to that i i would like to give some advice to our listening audience uh if offered um a rare uh an expensive Pokemon card, uh, like perhaps, I don't know, a, uh, first edition holographic Charizard in order in exchange for sexual favors from a man behind a dumpster in a Mexican food parking lot. Don't take the offer, you know, cause one, you're probably going to end up like me with tremendous amount of, as I mentioned, sexually transmitted diseases, but two, he probably doesn't have the card. So, you know, Oh, so ask for the card first. Right, card right. First. Get the card and, first. Okay, and then go. That's good right. wisdom. Get the card first. Right. Because, you know, my collection is uh, as complete as it was before I, I got syphilis. But uh, speaking of you syphilis, know. you want to see my nuts? <laughs> Why? I'll show getting, you those are they scars all, on my nuts. Uh, are they getting all puffy and, and blue and purple or what? No, it's it's weird. They look like it looks like burn marks. Looks like uh, looks like a dried grapefruit. No, it looks more like um, like uh, like you know when you're frying up an egg and everything's oh. still like white in the middle, but everything around yeah. it is like a dark color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. It looks like my yeah, egg is about to be flipped over. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so one thing, Chris, uh, heads heads up here again. Uh, 
with the voice inflection. Sorry, uh, you're you're yep. Uh, second thing, uh, <laughs> it sounds like you make really shitty fried eggs, and maybe you want to YouTube that. Is that not how you guys make eggs? I don't make eggs. Well, oh, fair. I could tell you how, but it's unethical. <laughs> it is unethical. You're supposed to base. Alex, them. you still there? Oh shit! I can't tell if he's pausing for a character piece or if the internet you know, shit out. Two, two inch. It, it, did you stop hearing me there? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so there's like three or four different COVID tests. Um, one of which is the wait. Is that is that where I cut off? Well, I, we didn't hear shit. You, okay, you so turned was, to the side to cough, and then we just couldn't hear anything. Oh, okay. So, uh, so I I I got the COVID test today, mm. and the COVID test. I've heard of like three or four different ways that people get it. There's like the the they shove the like super Q tip like into your fucking brain and like swab your cerebral cortex, you know, um, and then. Uh, there's like the throat culture style and then there's like apparently now they're doing well they'll, they'll just like swab the inside of your cheek so testing is getting more uh like capable i guess would Sorry, you say testing is go. getting wild <laughs> wild <laughs> i did do my own uh, tests when i got tested i did jam a thing up my nose and hold it there yeah see i didn't i didn't get that i got the throat culture which to me was normal because i had strep throat like 50 fucking times when i was a kid so it wasn't really that bad um and it sounds like caitlin just got the cheek swab so i mean it was pretty quick we we literally drove up called the people at the front desk the lady was like hi this is central minnesota care specialists they're <laughs> like oh is it ever uh and then we're like yeah we're here for covid testing we have appointments and she's like what are your names and then we told her and she's like what are your days of birth told her and then she's like okay you can pull up and we'll send somebody out and then out came one of the freaking monsters inc 2319 people <laughs> <laughs> and swabbed us up and then we left and so we're waiting on results it sounds like um, three to four months pe- well it sounds like the people that uh <laughs> in her family that got them got tests got them back within two days so i should be able to hear back and most of them almost all of them actually have come back negative so I'm very much looking forward to the results because I think I'm going to be negative, which would be huge because then we don't have to do this fucking Zoom thing again. Yeah. Because this, let's be honest with each other, uh, sucks horn. Yeah, I don't like it. It's not super I was cool. I was going right. to set up the GoPro and I was going to put a dress on the tripod that, that you're standing on there. But then I was like, fuck, we're already going to have three videos. It's not going right. to make any sense to... Right. To do that. Well, um, so, you know, that being said, there are a few things uh, that I wanted to chat with you guys about this week, but it sounds like uh, Chris had, or we, we had something else we were going to talk about. Mara, what was the sec- the first thing you said? No, we oh, went- it was Goldeneye. Goldeneye. Yeah. yeah. We already, that's already been cleared up. Okay. Yeah, did that. Uh, it's like, so. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> 
So anyways, I'm going to beat the shit out of you guys and uh, lose so much weight. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Hear, I hear the kids screaming. Wow. Oh, you can hear all that yelping? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, like two or three weeks ago, I showed you guys the trailer for Far Cry 6. Yes. And, and uh, you know, Caitlin and I are trying to save money for the wedding, so I'm, like, trying not to buy video games. That's, like, my biggest – I just – I have no self-control when it comes to spending money on video games. So like I've been trying to be really, you know, well behaved when it comes to video game spending. So I haven't been buying any new games and I, I pulled up my PS4 again and started, uh, started playing uh, Far Cry five again. And you guys, I forgot how absolutely hilarious that game is. It's, it's, I've I I cannot describe it any better than whoever wrote the scripts for all of the like dialogue is has got to be writing a sitcom like they have to be. It's that good, huh? It's phenomenal. There's one character. You, it's pretty far into the game that you like get introduced to him, but he's like. Uh, so so the the story of the game is one of the most unique like stories I've ever played. So it's it's similar to the other Far Cry games where there's like one bad guy who's got a bunch of minions and you have to like take out all the minions before you can take out the boss bad guy. Mm. Long long story. But the cool thing about this one is it's like region based so you can't like move on to the next thing until you complete the a region. So you have to like do all these tasks within a region and then you take out that boss and then you move over to the next region. And uh, uh, this particular story takes place in like this valley in Montana. So like all the good guys are actually these like hardcore rednecks that like call people libtards and stuff, <laughs> which is so funny to me because you know, it's satire. Like they're not, they're not the people behind FARC. Oh, I cut out again. Should we talk shit about him before he comes back? Yeah. Man, he looks like uh, more like a guy who is trying to sell you like a timeshare, but it's like a timeshare for millennials, that kind of thing. They move? Okay. Oh, he's back. Okay. I'm a, okay. I don't know what's going on. I feel like your Wi-Fi is, is poopy pants. I think because this, is, this is just how Zoom is. Yeah, I was going to say oh, Zoom. okay. Just dog okay. shit sometimes. All right. So uh, that being said, so the uh, where did I cut off? Uh, you're calling everyone libtard. It was really offensive. Yeah. Oh, cool, Super cool, 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 cool. Awesome. So that's in the game. That's like you know whatever they they talk about how uh, or in the game like the the good guys are like these super hardcore rednecks that live in Montana, and then the bad guys are this like cult basically that like they they call like the leader the father and there there's a huge drug trade and all this crazy shit going on and uh so like partway through the story you meet this character whose name is like sharky or something and he's like obsessed with rocket propelled grenades but he's more obsessed with how much his dad makes him sad because his dad's running for senate and he's way too hard on him so he's like a like the soft like millennial version of his dad, but he's like still a 
a redneck. So like, he's like telling all these stories to you. He's like, man, you are way better listener than my daddy. And like saying like, you know, he would never listen to me all this stuff, but I know that as soon as I get his car back, he's going to love me. And then my mom's going to see how much daddy loves me. And then she's going to love me more. And then my daddy's not going to want to let my mama beat him. So my dad's going to love me more. And then Christmas and birthdays are going to be, uh, off the fucking chain, bruh. And then like, <laughs> <laughs> what? But like, anyway, it's a great game. So that, Chris, I would say, since it's probably cheap uh, right now, that would be another game to throw on your Steam list to check out. Oh, yeah, stream. Steam. Because I, think, I think you'd have fun playing that one. And it's single player, but it plays like a first-person shooter. So like, there's still that like kind of element of of shooting and whatever, but the story is so good. It's unbelievable. So awesome. Anyway. Yeah. Super sick, dude. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so how, I mean, when, when, not to, you know, divert too hard, but you had to, to go to a funeral. Yeah. Should we do that again? So you look less douchey. I mean, I don't. I, I, do we have to talk about that? Or I mean, I was. It's important, right? Yeah. We, t- we talk about my shit all the time. Yeah, I don't. I don't. It's not my shit, though. It's like Caitlin's, so that, I just don't want to. But that's going to be your fam, not. man. I know. I just don't. You know, I don't know how much they want people to know so about. So, how this about stuff, just? You know? I'm. I'm just curious in in your perspective because, um, you know, when people are going through a loss like that. And especially when it's somebody close to you, there can be that kind of like that inner conflict of like, I I feel like I should be caring more or am I caring too much and it's going to seem like I'm trying too hard. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I feel like um, for the first time in my life with with something like this. I, I navigated this like really well, actually. Like I was present when I needed to be, but I gave space when needed also. I wasn't like trying to be too involved, um, but I was involved enough. I mean, the, the family seems to be pretty thankful for my involvement, but also, um, you know, I feel like I gave them the space they needed to be able to grieve properly. And, you know, uh, it's been a long grieving process for them. Um, just given the circumstances. So, you know, in a way it was actually like a really, uh, a really powerful service, like just because it, it was so, it was more a celebration of life than anything, you know, which, which you don't always get, uh, especially when there's like not a lot of lead time when you like find out about, you know, the imminent uh, circumstances are passing, you know, and then it happens and then everyone's super, you know, the grief comes after. Whereas in this case, the grief came before. And then there was like about a month where everybody knew it was going to ha- happen. So they just took advantage of getting to spend time with him. And, um, you know, that, that really, I think made it a lot easier for everybody. So then when the time come or it came, everybody could really, you know, celebrate his life and, and yeah. everything that, that, uh, he accomplished and all the pride that he had in everyone. It was, it was a really, it was a really nice service. Uh, and then the celebration afterwards was also really nice. And, um, you could just tell like how much everyone loved him, you know, and, and I got to meet him a few times and I got to tell you, like, I, I know I would have loved him. 
So it was just a really good uh, experience. Now, given that, it's obviously still very sad and everybody's still grieving, um, but it's just not as surprising right of a situation so people are able to kind of grieve in their own way and at their own pace so yeah it's weird um i every year around this time i feel like i'm forgetting something and um september 28th is the anniversary of a friend that passed away and it's been 15 years and it's like so wild to think that it's it's been so long since that guy was around and the other weird thing is like i knew him for about a year but he was one of those people that he's kind of, he was very similar to me in the way that like when i make a connection with somebody i make it seem like we've been friends forever yeah and and he was one of those people i think that, we've talked about that before actually with you like that's like you're very you're very good at uh like the the barrier to entry for being a a close friend to you is very low you you accept people very quickly yeah into your life which is good i mean it makes you a good friend but um keep going i didn't mean to cut you off no 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 that's fine but yeah that because that that gives you an idea of, of the way this this kid was um and all of my my friends that I used to be super close with, this was this was what was weird about this year. Is like normally we all talk at some point um, to kind of remember things, and but then this year was like the first year that like I'd kind of burned some bridges with like sobriety or well sobriety exacerbated by the mental health stuff that I hadn't found yeah. out about um, right. and all the self-righteous bullshit. And so it, oh, come on. Well, no, that's, that's fine. Like it's, it's not any, like any weird thing. I, I just would think that because I feel so deeply about something that I must be right. You know what I mean? So it's not like I'm saying that I'm, guilty of it now like i think over the last six months or whatever it's gotten a lot better but just like so yeah just realizing like i I have some work to do because those were like the people that taught me the reason why i say i love you to my friends is because of these guys and i'm not as connected to them as i used to be and that's what's i mean well, yeah, it's a bummer, but in a way, it's something to look forward to. You know, it's like if the mm. new and improved, the new and improved version of yourself is now ready to be able to go uh, rekindle those relationships, and you know, hopefully this time around, they'll uh, they'll have a better idea of what to expect from you because you're going to be so forthright in in both your like apology and also like accepting of the fact that. In the past, you've been less than, uh, less than open to sharing these sorts of things about yourself. So, well, I think it was just more the, like I, I mean, I mean, I make inappropriate jokes all the time, and I just mm-hmm. assume that people know my intention. Therefore, they're not going to be offended by whatever I say. But it was, it, it was the things that I was doing were obviously bad enough that they were like, Hey man, you got to fucking, we're, 
you know, we're just not going to be able to connect the way that we were before. And my wife's upset with you. And like, there's, so there's just, yeah, there's some things that I did wrong. And, and well, rather than going, oh, I fucked up. I was like, well, they obviously are uptight or whatever. And that's their problem. Right. And right. Did that whole thing. Which, Right, but you know, now that you're in a better place, I think you can at least give it another shot. You know, yeah. it's not. I mean, ultimately, it will be up to them. But if you come to them honestly and and open and whatever, I think they'll I think they'll bring uh, accept you right back into the fold. I don't think that there's an issue. Uh, yeah, uh, I just I you. wonder because I've I've never been one that's like super. Um, concerned about like when somebody's done me wrong in a certain way that like I I don't I'm not nervous about them coming back in if that makes sense whereas normal people <laughs> when somebody burns you um and lets you down there's that like I got you the guards have to be up a little bit to just to make sure yeah. that they don't well get... that's that's me I'm I'm Actually, my, my, I would say that, uh, your case, um, is the most special out of instances where I felt burned by somebody and then I let them back into my life kind of thing, you know, because obviously there were things that were out of your control that were going on or things that were, uh, less, easily in your control going Mm. on. Um, Whereas like if somebody, if somebody does something I don't like, and then doesn't accept the fact that they're responsible for their actions, I mean, I'll fucking write them off. No question. Takes about two seconds. And then I won't ever talk to them again. I was just, I, I cut people out of my life. Like fucking like it's unbelievable actually like kind of when i look back on it i'm like oh i haven't spoken to that person in eight fucking years because they said one thing and i was like yeah i'm good <laughs> that's just i mean that's yeah. just how it is for me i guess i've just never you know Mar- Mar- thoughts i think i'm just i think i'm the one getting cut out <laughs> from people's lives. really i don't know um yeah, that's what it feels like. But uh, I don't think everyone's doing it on purpose. But You think they just forget about you? Possibly, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, <laughs> that that's them taking you for granted, I think. Maybe. I would agree. I, I, I would agree. And then I also think, you know, Mara, I guess I don't know you so much in a, in our personal lives, but you're soft spoken enough at least here and you're kind enough that I feel like, um, how do I say this? I feel like people aren't threatened by how you'll respond if you know what I'm saying. So like, like, I don't know. And maybe that's a sign that you should, you know, carry a machete around with you, you just for the sake of that's yeah, so weird that you just say for the that. sake of why is that weird because <clears throat> i had a, a a friend of mine um was texting me that he 
He had a dream where I was hanging out with Danny Trejo. <laughs> That's awesome. Like just before I came uh, here. Really? Mm-hmm. He might be he might be the most uh underrated actor in Hollywood, by the way. That guy mm. kicks so much ass. I think he's I an underrated him. human being. I don't know yeah, about okay. actor. I know, but like spy kids too, dude. <laughs> Spy Kids too. I mean, is that the one with Steve Buscemi in it? I think it is. He plays the scientist. Steve Steve Buscemi. What an absolutely hideous human being. No kidding. He looks like. I mean that. He looks like a. You know, looks like a. He he looks uh, like. We're just gonna cut this part out. (laughs) I gotta say, he looks like. <laughs> he looks like he he looks like Helen Keller carved him out of a potato. <laughs> I want that Funko Pop. Yeah. Oh man, could you imagine Buscemi is a Funko Pop? He is one. He is one? Yeah, you want to know what character it is? Is it the one from Con Air? No, it's the one from Billy Madison. Is that no, when Mr. he Dates. goes to school? Like where he's yeah, where he's in it for literally like two seconds. <laughs> when when that when that doo wop song starts playing and he's like Billy Madison calls him and apologizes yeah. and then he like crosses him off his people yep. to kill list and then starts putting the lipstick yeah. on. Yeah, and the Funko Pop doo-wop, has the lipstick on. <laughs> What's the one? Actually, where that's he... a that's telephone line by ELO. Mm. It's a great song. Great song. <laughs> What's the what's the movie where he pretends to be a high school student, and he uh, it's everybody makes a meme out of it. I only know the meme. I don't know what it's from. See, I, I have no <laughs> idea either. Is it Boardwalk <laughs> Empire? When he says like, "Hello, fellow kids," what's up, fellow youth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what movie that is. I still think his character in uh, Mr. Deeds is my favorite, though. Yeah. When he gets the Oreo French fry pizza. <laughs> Dude, I think I think that movie Adam was finally like, we gotta say something about those fucking eyes, guy. <laughs> We're gonna pretend every single movie like you don't look both ways before crossing like four times. He, no, he doesn't he doesn't look four times. He's always looking for both ways before crossing. <laughs> Uh, it was an episode of 30 Rock. That's what it was? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I haven't seen 30 Rock very much. I've seen like three episodes and I just was like, nah. Yeah, no thanks. There's certain parts of it that were okay, but like for the most part. Well, that's, I mean, anything with Tracy Morgan is going to have those certain parts that are okay. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and Alec Baldwin and, you know, I mean, as completely batshit insane as Alec Baldwin is. Dude, I was talking to Caitlin about this the other day, and I realized, have we talked about this on the on the podcast? I don't know. Al- Alec Baldwin is just cool Elton or uh, cool John Travolta. I was gonna say he's cool Mel Gibson, because uh, <laughs> he's like still hateable, but like, yeah, you know what I mean? Because like he said shitty things, but like he's much cooler than Mel Gibson. Uh, right. We we have not talked about this on the podcast. I don't think. Uh, if we have, I apologize. We're fucking talking about it. Is again. it Nas? But dude, no. Uh, the Departed has the best cast maybe ever in a movie. 
and nobody fucking talks about it. I mean, I feel like everybody talks about it. I th- when maybe you when, were just Chris? so young. When Chris, I think you were just so young that you didn't know. Okay, just because you're old enough to be my fucking grandpa doesn't mean that uh, we can't talk about this now, dude. Alec Baldwin plays a fucking cameo role in that movie, and Mark Wahlberg plays an even smaller role in that movie. I don't know. Wally's, yeah. Wally ends up in it quite a few He's times. He's in like three scenes. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'd have to watch it again. It's been a while. Did he die again? Now he looks like Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Those big eyes. What is that maneuver? It is an odd maneuver. Is he cracking his back maybe? That's what it looks like, yeah. Maybe he's getting ready to boof some cocaine up his butt. Oh, Hi. Dude, I don't. What's going on with this? How come everybody like on, like with with fucking huge audiences, their Zoom calls on podcasts don't have these issues? What's going on with that? I mean, it's probably me. Hold on. I don't know. I see it all the time, especially on like Twitch. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, you are too young to see The Departed. What were you like thirteen when that movie came out? What what year did it come out? 2006 yeah it was <laughs> unbelievable 13. yeah man fucking I mean I've, I've seen it now guys I've... oh take it easy hey they say the n-word in that movie they do they do uh, <laughs> re- really hard to hear uh, It is, and it's a hard R uh, for no reason and isn't it <laughs> Yeah, isn't Jack Nicholson the one who says it? Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> uh, I mean, it could maybe Mel Gibson had a cameo and he said something. <laughs> he's, he's I a, need a woman. He was the naked guy running in the background screaming about juice. Oh, speaking of which, did you see <laughs> there is uh in like weird try, news? Try again. <laughs> Hey, guys, I don't know if you saw this in current events, but uh, somebody had a uh, like a hunting cam. What are those called? Trail cam. Trail cam set up in the in the woods and uh, at night it picked up a motion and the guy (laughs) went to check the the feed. It was a guy naked running on all fours. And uh, at one point, he like hops around, and you can see his his butthole and and uh, and wiener flopping. And apparently, the guy was uh, tripping on LSD, lost okay. his mind. Okay, <laughs> duh. Um, <laughs> that is so obvious. Could you imagine? You got your trail um, cam set up. You're like, yeah. You're listening. It's four in the morning. You're listening to Joe Rogan. You're covering yourself in deer piss. No, you're not listening to Joe Rogan. You're listening to the Meat Eater podcast because Joe Rogan introduced you to Steve Ranella. <laughs> you got a you got a trail cam. So, anyways, Ted Nugent's playing in the background. <laughs> uh, strangle holds on, and you're just like, fucking dude. This is like the most American fucking song, dude. And you've gone three straight days and ignoring your wife, 
and you finally see that your trail cam has gone off and you go to check the feed and it's some fucking libtard hippie flaunting his bag around on your trail. Can you imagine how many lingonberries he had to pull out of his bee crack after that? I I I, I only saw it for a second because I, I checked my phone while I piss at work, and I want I want to I got to find that article. I need to know more. What happened to this guy? Yeah, that's that's pretty funny though. Could you I mean, could it's... you Google naked man trail cam? <laughs> it might be the. Well, we'll see. It might come up. I try, might have already done try this. Try naked LSD. Naked. Yeah, turn on, turn off your uh, uh, adult yeah, uh, turn search off. settings. Get too. your porn block off of your iPad. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I always make sure all the windows are closed before I, before I come over here. <laughs> When's the last um, time? This is an interesting question. Sure. When's the last time you looked at any adult? Two days ago. Really? Yeah. Was it? Was it too adult? Did they're just nudists and they were just sharing a sandwich? Is that what you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was wholesome. Yeah, yeah. It was wholesome. That was a joke. It wasn't wholesome. Now they're going at it. it two, when when I used to both humans. So so it was wholesome. <laughs> uh, the Sorry. the thing when it, when I was uh furious in my addiction <laughs> my thing was always facials i just I'd, some i'd somebody would make like a music music video they, it would be like a random song and like, they would just like i'm it's like a compilation of compilation yeah, yeah, <laughs> compilation of facets because my add i can't handle a 40 minute scene get out and of so, here and so instead of watching the regular porn you just watched 70 different versions of a guy coming on a girl's face exactly that wow. can get exhausting what am, what am i what am i on disability and i just have time for 40 minute videos i don't have time for 20 minutes no. of disposition i do like the romantic ones yeah you like the the more like the sentimental like the old school like skinamax type of stuff yeah you got to wade through a lot of like uh step sibling stuff to, to get there though see so do you just go off of what's on the first page or do you actually search something recommends recommends based on just what I, just the, what i viewed on there before i guess which is like I, the categories is like for i think it says for women or romantic or something really and so what 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 draws you in which ones are the I don't know. I get, I just go by thumbnails. Like you can kind of tell what's going to happen by the thumbnail. Like if it's just well, actually, a close you, don't, up. you don't really, you don't really even need to be on Pornhub to know what's coming. Because uh, I mean, it's porn, so somebody's fucking somebody. Uh, well, yeah, but say. there's all different types of genres. Well, yeah, I mean, like in your case, uh, you don't even want to see, you know. Uh, penetration you're just more right post penetration pre ejaculation right yeah that's your that's your wheelhouse yeah i mean it was um i remember how do, how do you change your wheelhouse so rapidly i mean that's that to me is well the, my wheelhouse the big is question here. is just 
I don't know. I think I'm just old, and which may so sound weird, like, but like I love. So, I here's how lame I am now. I love listening to podcasts while I'm editing podcasts or making something in Photoshop. Oh, that's that's cool though. I that's at really... work will get excited. I'll be like, oh man, I get to go home, go in my office. And then I get to listen to a podcast and I'm going to make another design, which, by the way, I don't know if you guys saw that rollerblader that I made. It was tight. Yeah. It has uh, over 400 likes in the uh, aggressive inline forum that I frequent. That's every single person. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It is, it is all of them. I hit them all. That's really funny, Chris. Uh, Mara, uh, that was funnier. Um <laughs> But that's so, that's where I'm at now. So uh, that being said, did you get my? I mean, Mara and I were chatting about it last night, and you didn't even respond. I don't know if you were just in full blown watching the debate mode, or if you were watching. A, yeah, what, what, what uh, were you guys talking about? I sent that. I sent that uh, that artwork created by my buddy that we need to put on a shirt. Oh shit! I did not see it. Yeah, I'm pulling it up. Mara, you're pulling it up? Okay. Yep. <laughs> All Ghoul Busey? Yeah, Raja Ghoul. And Gary Busey? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I like I'll it. read you the... Uh, I think the chat from last night should still be up, but we'll see. Um, um, is it up? It is. Okay, so last night... Uh, so my my first my buddy said uh, or he sent a picture of his bong and <laughs> said getting turned for the debate and then <laughs> uh then i said are you guys watching this shit show right now and then my buddy jerry said just an absolute debacle and then my buddy phil said nightmare fuel then I said, neither of them have completed a sentence without the other one interrupting. Then Phil said, we should start our own party. Our platform is clouds, <laughs> like vape clouds. Uh, and I said, can you imagine moderating, moderating this? And then kind of went on. And then my buddy said, I'm watching Batman just randomly. <laughs> and then I said, Ra's al Ghul 2020. That's what I said. Uh, and then... Or no, my buddy said that. And then I said, besides the wanting to kill everyone thing, yeah, I could get behind it. Uh, and then somebody brought up that we should... Have you guys ever seen the show Around the Horn on ESPN? I have, yeah. So the host, the host of Around the Horn, Tony Reale, has the unique ability of any talk show host to literally mute people on the show. And he's been doing it for years. It's brilliant, I think. So, like, if somebody says something dumb, he just mutes them. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Which you just did to me. <laughs> Obviously. So, so somebody said, like, we should just get Tony Reale to moderate the next debate. And then when somebody answers a question, you just fucking mute them. I like it. Have they right. had the same so, hosts the whole time? Uh, I think so. Okay. Yeah. But then they have like the guests are always different. So like Woody Page is one of the guys, and then there's like Tim Kaulishaw and uh, uh, Kevin Blackstone and J. A. Adande, whatever. So 
because somebody said Ra's Al Ghul 2020, <laughs> my buddy made this. And then, oh, you didn't see that. No, yeah, I, I mean, Mara showed me. No, that's a different one. What did it say? That's a different one. That, one. that one was just Ra's Al Ghul. Uh-huh. And then... And then I said, can you make one that has Ra's al Ghul's reported running mate, Gary Busey? And then he immediately is like, yes, and then sends it instantly, and it just... Now he muted it himself. Yeah, he did mute himself. Uh... Oh, I have the story. Oh, you found it? Yep. All right, hidden camera out in the woods can pick up... Okay, I don't want to read that. A trail camera was set up near the Czech-Polish border. <laughs> Uh, the man uh, is reportedly being identified as Merrick H from Czech Republic. And he took the drug to try to treat his depression. <laughs> but he just like ran into the forest, ripped off his clothes and started acting like a wild animal. <laughs> this pose right here. I wish you could see it. But like, <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. That's awesome. I wonder if I could fix this depression. I do wonder that. No, it made him feel like a Siberian tiger. <laughs> <laughs> he said he picked up a scent and felt compelled to follow it. <laughs> you know, being that he is a tiger and all. He picked up a scent. Oh, fuck, that's funny. That's, that is pretty funny. Uh, that's genius. Well, since you're, you know... Wherever the fuck you are. Undisclosed. Yeah. Are you John Snowden? I, I can't tell if that was like supposed to be funny or... No, it's... I mean, you combined a couple of names. John Snow and Edward Snowden. Right. I did do that. I do that a lot. I also... So pin- what's up, dude? I also pinch my wiener a lot because guys... Is what it is. The wiener pinch. God, you're such an ass. <laughs> uh, okay, so what's up? I was saying since you're in Kazakhstan, that uh, Mara's going to be doing the, we're going to be sharing the Stein of Truth today. Oh, Hooray. okay. The first time, nay, Alexander Stein of Truth. Okay, let's hear it. Feels very hot. This episode of Dude Absolutely is brought to you by COVID Cuties Dating Service. Connecting you with sexy, infected singles in your area. I saw saw a face there. (laughs) I saw a face. Are you bummed because you're going to have to sign up for that dating site soon? Wow, dude. (laughs) Be nicer to me. (laughs) That was the first true bomb. Elf. I thought it was fucking great. Uh, anyways, your turn. Like, you say bomb, do you mean da bomb like we meant in the 90s? Or no. The opposite. Like uh, like what the, the Japanese did in Pearl Harbor. Oh, that's horrible. Don't do that. Okay. This episode of... Do you, you can't do a voice. I don't... Okay, that's ableist. <laughs> I can barely do my own voice. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I literally had a man take a, a knife to my throat. Have a scar. All right. Okay. You got me. This, now I'm going to do even worse. <laughs> this, is the, uh, this is the episode podcast. 
is brought to you by BLM. No more oppressive white lies. It's time for black lies to matter. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad I'm remote because Antifa's about to drop a fucking bomb in your basement. So. I'm Antifa. Right though, huh? You like that idea? White lies. It's pretty good. Thank you. This episode of Dude Absolutely is brought to you by Double Dates on Valentine's Day. Who's making the reservations? <laughs> Man. <laughs> I miss your voice. <laughs> oh, is he dead? I think he died. Oh, that's such a wholesome facial expression, though. Not the kind of facial expression I like. You know what I'm saying? I'm not reading my own. I'm not reading my own. You're not reading your own? No, you're reading that shit. Okay. Do well, you want to just hand it over? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chris, that was the most doughboy ass laugh. <laughs> God damn it. Like fucking fat Scooby Doo. <laughs> There's your other one. Oh, I actually I, wrote two this week. Oh, okay. I'll just hang on to these. This is an episode today <laughs> that is and brought to you by Danny DeVito's Speedos for Guidos. 32-ounce jar of Mom's Marinara with every purchase. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to make a make my own brand called Marinara. Oh, that's That's genius. pretty good. Yeah. That I is like pretty it. good. This episode of Dude Absolutely is brought to you by Bose Before Hose Men's Nightclub. I, 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 deer in the headlights. I didn't have a tag afterwards. Damn it. That's fine. That's that's pretty good. Bose Before Hose. Bose Before Hose. You could also, you could have also made it like, uh, Bose Before Hose, uh, can be found in the Walmart Garden Second or Center. Uh, (laughs) You know, it could be like a, a garden tool, bows before hose. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't like being not funny remotely. This is hard. <laughs> we still love you. <laughs> well, thank you. All right, Chris. Or no, Mara's up. Wow. <laughs> this is this episode of the DAP is brought to you by Freud's Fried Pickles. They taste terrible, and it's definitely your mom's fault. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I was pretty proud of myself for that one. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is really good. This episode of Dude Absolutely is brought to you by Bill Engvall's Astrology Service. (laughs) Here's your sign. (laughs) <laughs> yes oh i'm so happy that's so good that's that's, that's really today's good. that's today's winner yeah that's for, sure. for sure that's today's winner well done okay this episode of dude absolutely podcast is brought to you by a yo-yo salesman in suspenders i don't trust him and neither should you that Fuck. just sounded like an actual psa it didn't <laughs> Did you ever? I don't know if that was a thing out here. Sus spenders. Sus. Oh yeah, I spelled it wrong. No, no, I'm just saying. Get it? Oh, because so, oh. they're suspect. Yeah, I, I now I am there. The kids say sus these days. 
<laughs> this episode of Dude Absolutely is brought to you by Speed 3D, starring Sandra Bullock and that kid from Stranger Things. If this segue goes any faster than 15 miles per hour, we're all dead. <laughs> Coming this winter. That's a, that's a nice that's a nice callback. <laughs> They had that, I hate to bring up South Park again, but they had an episode where the, the wheelchair Oh really? couldn't go below like a certain speed or whatever. <laughs> oh, Timmy. <laughs> this episode of Dude Absolutely is brought to you by a fox smoking cigarettes off Hennepin and ba- Basilica. Is it called the Basilica Fox Party? <laughs> it is called. Explain Basilica. yourself. I just I like the idea of someone going. All right, do we take a left? Yeah, you're gonna take a left at Basilica. Is that a fox smoking cigarettes? Is it? Does that fox have a Winston in its mouth? <laughs> I just thought that was fun. Was that the last one? Yeah, we're all out <laughs> oh, of them. Now. Fuck! This was the worst week. Oh, brought to you buys. I'm sorry. I don't know. I for for you maybe. Mara. Mara no, I, that's what I'm saying. Is is uh, I I my my writing. That's what. Obviously, I'm talking about myself because I'm the one that wrote them, man. Yeah, but Mara brought the heat, so go fuck yourself. Okay, fair enough. Thank you for bringing the heat. Are right, we got test that premise now or what? Uh, yeah. All right, I, I feel like I got a, a decent one this week. It's fully written out, so we'll see how this goes. God, I hope the connection doesn't take a shit. <laughs> All right. False alarms are the worst. You get so worked up for literally no reason. And it doesn't seem like false alarms always come from the same type of people, like the people that freak out first, think second, you know? Mm-hmm. 99% of their freakouts are false alarms. Moms are good at that. So are news stations. But the best are government. Remember like a year ago when someone sent a text to like a million people in Hawaii that said, ballistic missile incoming to your location, this is not a drill. And it turned out it was completely false. Can you imagine the destruction that text costs? Probably worse than what the missile would have done. There were so many guys next to their wives. It actually happened. It did happen. Should we guess what he was saying? There were so many guys sitting next to their wives, With finally them. admitting that they were cheating and that they had a family in San Francisco. And then it turned out that there wasn't a missile launch and they had to be like, just kidding. God, God damn it. Oh. I, I knew that was going to fucking happen. That was insane. Yeah. So try one more, take two. It, we, you where did, where, guys sitting next to their wives. That's where it cut off? Yep. Yeah. Perfect. I'm going to start a couple of sentences before that because that's where the punchline is. So, okay. Uh, remember if, uh, like a year ago when someone sent a text to like a million people in Hawaii that read ballistic missile incoming to your location, this is not a drill, and it turned out it was a complete fal- falsehood. Can you imagine the destruction that text costs? Probably worse than the missile. There were so many guys next to their wives like, I'm so sorry I cheated on you. I was talking to a girl and she was like, let me see that dick. And like, fucking no one ever says that. So I was kind of like, well, I feel obligated. She asked really nicely. So I showed her my dick and then she put it in her mouth. And then like two seconds later, 
Breaking news. Recently, nearly a million texts were sent out warning of an imminent missile attack on the island of Honolulu. This was a false claim. I repeat, a false claim. That guy's life is going to suck so hard for so many years. And so is the girl he was with. If that missile was real, they'd be dead and it wouldn't matter. What's the better outcome? Oh, I like that thought experiment. Like the concept. Like it would have been, it would have been way better if that missile, you know, like, cause I just feel like there were so many people that like admitted these, cause you know, you're like my fucking yeah. life's over. And especially somebody who might be like religious or whatever. They're like, I got to fucking clear my conscience or I'm going to hell for sure. Yeah. So then they just turn to their wife and they're like, dude, I blew the dog. I'm sorry. It was super weird. But like I put peanut butter on my dick and I felt really, you know, good because the dog was sucking my cock. And then I was like, well, I better, you know, and then like they get the text two seconds later. That's like our bad, you know, and then <laughs> your your fucking life's over. Uh, I like the idea, though, the, the the thing that you put out there, which is it's a relief for the person spewing their shit. So, like, they right. get to die with the, the clear conscience. But for the other right. person, it's like there's a we're about to be murdered by missiles. And now I'm finding out the worst thing. Right. Yeah. Well, and then especially when it's not true, it's like that. The, it not being true ended up being way worse than you sucking the dog's dick. You know, you can. Okay. Okay. So then they, they get the, the breaking news. You're not all going to die. And your wife is like, may no be missile, maybe no missile strike, but I'm going to fucking kill you. Right. So yeah. you die either way. <laughs> right. Well, and, and I feel like that, that, so I wrote that a long time ago and I found it the other day and I was like, I'm going to leave this completely unchanged and just go for it and present it. And then, so, you know, now after having read it, I feel like the real, uh, the real money in that premise is the idea of like disaster, imminent disaster. And then it doesn't happen, you know, like when, especially like sure the consequences of like telling the truth about something, but like, can you, can you imagine like all the people that are like, you know, the conspiracy theorist people that like when an asteroid, when the government's like, yeah, there's an asteroid like on its way and it, you know, it's got like a one in a thousand chance of hitting us. And then the people who are like, I fucking told you. <laughs> and then it doesn't hit us. And then they're like, my fucking life has been a complete waste. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there's a, there's an episode of scrubs where um, this guy gets diagnosed with, like stage four colon cancer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that episode. Right where they interpret for him, and he tells his wife that uh, he's had a secret family for like nine years. <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, "Oh shit, sorry, uh, we got the test results <laughs> yeah. mixed up. You're actually yeah. fine." And and, that, but then that that kind of actually happens in another episode where Dr. Cox is like really sick of that patient that keeps coming in. It's like the guy who Oh yeah. He has that yeah, the super like high pitched like Jewish voice. He uh, plays um he plays the Jewish father in um What the fuck is that cartoon John Mulaney and um Oh yeah 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 yeah. Uh 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 Love fucking, actually. Uh, <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Uh <laughs> No, it's called, uh, fuck, what is it called? Um, is that Big Mouth? Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, he um, plays the dad, and they even kind of drew him like how he kind of looks in, in right. real life. Hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah, he's got like the funniest voice ever. But yeah, he 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 has the same thing where Doctor Cox is like, "You're fine," and then they actually run the test and they're like, "You have colon cancer, actually." So, is it Richard Kind? <laughs> yeah. I think so, yep, yep, yep. I that's gotta suck being that guy, like being his agent. <laughs> Hey, hey, You're Rich! Like, hey, we, got, we got another we, role for you. <laughs> Let me guess: is he a whiny Jewish guy? Look, Rich, we've been doing this for forty years. R- Rich, we're both making money here. Just fucking do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he played a bagel <laughs> in Sausage Party. Oh yeah! Oh, that's funny. I think that's like the apex of the stereotype. It really is. You think Alex will ever come back? I sure hope so. He moved. I don't think I'm, he did. I'm, I'm so done with this fucking connection. I know. I have no patience at all. Um. Okay. So my premise this week, um, I thought that, uh, it would be cool for um uh so like people talk about how third party i'm trying to remember because i don't have my phone on me so i can't cheat and look people are always like you know you can vote third party we don't have to do this this two person to or two party system thing and it's like you know sure we could all do that, but that's like saying, you know, we don't all have to drive to work. We could, we could just walk. And it's like, yeah, we could all just walk to work, but most of us aren't going to make it there. <laughs> and that's what the third party system is. Yeah. It's an well, idea, but no one's going to make it. Right. I, I like that. That's a pretty good premise. I feel like, uh, I feel like another angle you could take with it is, like similar to that, uh, you know, it's they're not going to make it, but like you could do like they're not going to make a difference, you know, or you don't actually change the the language you or the the two parts. You just say like they're not going to make a difference. Well, I was um, thinking of because like, like walking walking to work isn't going to make a difference. You know, it's like it's the factories, it's the bigger things that are making the problems. Yeah. Well, and people people look at individuals who vote third party the same way that somebody driving to work sees someone walking to work they drive by and they're like whoa what are why are they wasting their time with this walking to work shit man or like the the way you look at somebody who's like putting like a lock on uh outside of an office building with a suit on you know and you're like what an absolute lunatic what did he say i think he said glock do you, no, you, were you talking about a, sh- she, a an active shooter in the workplace? Yeah, because that is not a fucking joke. It's dark. That's real dark, man. No, I said somebody who's putting a bike lock on their bike outside of the building with a with a suit on, and you're like, "What a lunatic!" Yeah, just buy more bikes, guy. Yeah. Hey, you smell bad. <laughs> That's a strategy. That's a COVID strategy. Is the bike? smelling bad ah i like it nice 
That's actually a really good premise. Yeah. <laughs> you my, know how my, to avoid getting COVID? Don't shower. The best way to implement social distancing is to not shower. Yeah, I, I do it to inspire people to put their mask at least over their nose. (laughs) (laughs) Is that actually your premise for this week or are you just making... No, that's just the thing I actually do. I like that. I don't put on deodorant in the morning anymore. Ah, you wait until the afternoon? I wait until the podcast. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Um, All right. Well... Same time next week, or so with the passing of <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the Supreme Court has been thrust to the forefront of the minds of the American people. Ordinary people know full well that when politically divisive issues come before the court, its decisions are frequently more than a tally of how many R's and D's there are. And yet, This is not at all how the justices themselves and a lot of the legal community and anyone who happens to agree with the court's decisions understand what is going on. They think the cases are extremely complex matters of statutory and constitutional interpretation. Everyone on all points of the political spectrum miss a key point in this discussion. Something so fundamental, yet never mentioned in mainstream discussion. The Supreme Court is supposed to be just a regular court but with sour cream and tomatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Wow. (laughs) Yes. I, I look forward to your punches so much. The buildup just gets me more and more excited. Yeah, I, I'm like, I get free. <laughs> I get like, I get like Joker smile by the end. Or it's just like it starts off, you know, like a smirk, and then it's like, yeah, <laughs> and then like I know it's gonna. Oh God, that was fucking good. You're a good writer. I mean, yeah. there's no two ways around it. That's a fucking good joke. I mean, yeah. it was wit- long-winded, which was the point, like to just drive the bit into the ground only to like for the relief to be this totally simple and completely out of left field thought but that takes a lot of skill to be able to write that i mean you had i i at no point did the idea of a supreme taco come in which is <laughs> which is so good when you kept yeah i would <laughs> My ADD is so bad that, like, when you kept going, I was like, I need to figure out a way to make sure I don't miss anything. Because I know by the end of it, it's all going to make sense in a hilarious way. I love long-winded shit like that. Like yeah. that uh, that moth joke that Norm McDonald. That's exactly tells. what I was thinking. Yeah. Yep. Because yep. I love the moth joke. That it's is so one good. of my favorite things. I, I used to tell that joke, like, a lot. I haven't heard it in a long time. I I switch it up because I mean, really, you can do it any way you want. Yeah, to. it's like a free. It's like an aristocrats kind of joke. Mm, nice, good use of aristocrats, or like the onion joke. I don't know the onion. <clears throat> uh, I mean, the short version is: onion goes to college, meets a girl, they start dating, they end up pregnant after two weeks. He's like, keep the baby. 
I'm going to be the dad. I'm going to be a great father. We're going to stick this out. They stick it out. There's a lot of ups and downs. And uh, eventually she goes into labor one night when they're in a heated argument. He drives her to the hospital and uh, immediately she goes into the back and uh, he's not allowed to go go back there. And so he's he's rolling back and forth in the in the waiting room, you know, because he's an onion. And uh, and the doctor eventually comes out and he's like, are you uh, are you Mr. Onion? And he's like, I am. And uh, he's like, you know what? Is everything OK? Is she OK? Is is our son or daughter OK? And the doctor's like, it is it is a boy. And, uh, your girlfriend's going to be fine. Um, and I want you to know that this is okay, but, um, your son is going to be a vegetable the rest of his life. <laughs> but there's like a, like a 10 minute version oh, of for that sure, joke. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I could see that going just forever. Yeah. It's very fun. Right. Um, all right. Well then same time next week. Dude, I hope you don't die by then. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Is he gone? Pussy, dude. <laughs> <laughs>